Welcome everyone to the Ovei Torah Daf Yomi. Yishur today, Yishur is Daf Yud Zayin. We will begin on Tet Zayin Amur Bet, the bottom of the page, two lines before the before the bottom of the Amar Bitem Chumbere Derbchia Ishkvar Aku. Today's class is a zechut for a fuah shalema of Yafa Bat Rachel. She should have a fuah shalema toch shal choram chay Yisrael, as well as success for the unanimous sponsors family and. For his wife and kids, we're going to start on the bottom of the page. Amar b'tan chum b'rei debchia bar b'rei debchia. Chum the son of Rebchia says, Ish kvar aku. He's a man from the town of kvar aku. Amar Rabbi Yaakov. He said, quoting Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha, the son of Acha. Amar Rabbi Shimlai, name of Shimlai. For Amila, others say no, it wasn't them, but rather Rabbi Tachum Amar Bahuna. For Amila, Amar Bahuna lechude. Others say it's only Rabbi Bahuna alone. Again, doing machlok at who we're talking, but let's see what happens. Top of Yudayim. Talmid Shinida. Lechvodo. If you have a student who put a person in Nidui because of his own Kavod, Nidui, Nidui. It, it works. The time you learned in the Brayta, Minudal Rav, a person who put a rabbi in Cherem. Because he did the wrong thing. Menuda the Tamid, he also put all the students in Khanim. Menuda the Tamid, if he put the student in Khanim, Enamudalav doesn't mean you put the, the, the rabbi in Khanim. Now, says when you put the, the student in Khanim, it means that only the rabbi is not in Khanim. Halakula Amah. But for everyone else. In other words, like this. If you put the student in Harem, he still let to connect and talk to the rabbi. But he can't connect to the rest of the world. Lamai, what is it talking about? If we're talking about we put the, the, the student in Harem because he did something wrong towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what do you mean? Why shouldn't he knocked out? Why shouldn't he be also in the for the rabbi? We have a rule that you can't have wisdom in front of Hashem, which means he should be in for everybody. It's against, since he went against Shemaim, he should be in for everybody. Must be that we're talking about the Tamid was put in the because he was Mizazel in his own Kavod. And therefore, Therefore, we want to say that that's why he's allowed to connect to the rabbi. So you see from this story that if a Talmud is put in, a Talmud could be put in Cherem for the for the kavod of the guy himself. Okay, Amar Yosef. Hold on a second. So we're talking here where there was a student who had someone disrespect him. So if a person is dis- the student, a uh, 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 Torah student who had someone disrespect him, could put that person in cherem, but that cherem is only a cherem to him, but not to his rebbe. The Torah student, who's a little bit of a rabbi himself, could put the guy in cherem. 
in Nidui, but when he does that, it only works to make him not to make him not able to talk to the student, but not to the rabbi. And that can't be that the guy went against the Hashem, because if so, it should be to everybody. So it must be went against the student. So you see that the student is allowed to put a person in the cherem for his own kavod. Okay. A young rabbi could do his own, could, could enforce the halacha in something that he, he that as long as he knows it's clear. Okay. For example, there was a student, they heard bad news about the guy. It seems like when it says Sanu Rashi says that bad rumors went out about the guy, that he was acting very improperly. This is a student, the rabbi, who they have bad rumors about, very bad, very bad things going on. Who says, what should we do? If we should put him in chenem, the, the rabbis need him. If we don't put him in chenem, he's putting, he's being mechal Hashem. It's chilu Hashem that a rabbi should act like that. Okay? They asked Rabbi Barbachana, did you ever hear anything about what you do in this situation? When the Pasuk says that the lips of the Quran will guard knowledge and Torah you will ask from his mouth. Because he's like an angel of Hashem. If your rabbi is like an angel of Hashem, you should ask for Torah from his mouth. If not, you shouldn't ask Torah from his mouth. And therefore, put the, guy, put the rabbi in Hiram. Lesof, years later, got sick. The rabbis came to ask him, and the rabbi who was in Chenem came with them. He came with them, but he didn't stay so close to them because he's not allowed to stay within four months of all these rabbis. Yes. That's the Ritva. Okay, fine. So says the Gemara, what happened? Chiyech, Rabbi Huda left when he saw him. Rabbi Huda was very, very sick and he left. It's not enough you put me in Cherem. I'm also laughing at me. I'm not laughing at you. When I go to the next world, I'll be happy that I, I, I didn't try to flatter you. Even though you're a big person, I didn't flatter you, I put you in the chenem, I'm going to be happy that I did it. He went to the, to the Bet Midrash, he said, let me out. There's nobody as important as Rebuda who could let you out. We can't let you out of the Khenim. 
Go check him out, see if we're allowed to get, let him out. Okay? And if, he, if we're allowed to let him out, then let him out. Ami wanted to let him out. got up and he said, The rabbis didn't let him out for three years. How much more so we can't let him out? Right, so Amar Abzair Abzair said, "My my command to Ata in the high sabbat b'medrasha to Kamashane lo Ata Shema Mine lo Mebay le Mishdale lo Sharale." So basically, this Rav Rav um, Shmuel Bar Nachmani was not usually in b'medrash. He just came that day. He's a very old man, and he was someone who knew Rebbe's maid servant who had once put someone in Hainim, and the rabbis, because she put someone in Hainim, she's only the servant of Rabbi, she put the guy in Hainim, and the rabbis didn't let the guy out for three years. Wow. So Rishmo says, listen, if, if Rabbi made servant could put someone in Hainim and they don't let him out for three years, we could, this rabbi who was put in Hainim by Rabbi Uda, who passed away, we should at least leave it three years. Mm-hmm. And, they, and the other rabbis said, listen, this rabbi is never here. The fact that he came today is minashamayim. We're not going to have for three years. Okay. Nafaki kished ki kabachi vazil. He was walking. He was crying. At zibura, a bee came v'turke amate, and he hit him on his and he bit him on his brit milah. Right. V'shachiv and the guy died. This guy who was in chelam. Tosfot says. It's midah connected midah, because supposedly they they were suspecting him of acting improperly in such a way, so that's why he died like that. They wanted to bury him in the cave where they put the chasidim, lokiblu, but uh, the the cave wouldn't accept him. Wow. How does the cave not accept him? It seems like Rashi says that there was a snake around the cave wouldn't let him in. Okay. They put him in the judge's cave, but there they were able to go in. It seems like it's more similar to that, since he had some zechuyot, so they were able to put him there. My tama, the avad ka like he did like rilai, the tanya, we learned. Why the rilai says, imro e adam shi yitzom bet kaber alav, yedef makom shi en makinotov, yelbash shkhonim bit adepish shkhonim, yasem mashalibu hafet, so ayyech alashim shmai barfarsia. A person is about to do an avera, He should make sure that nobody sees him, because if you do, if if a person sees him doing the avera, it is worse than just doing an avera in general. Because uh, a person does an avera and other people see you, it makes a chilul Hashem also. Now, some understand this but this story to mean not that you shouldn't do it when, when you as you're as you're dressing up to to do your avera, you'll realize what am I doing? Why am I getting dressed to do an avera? And you'll 
you'll stop doing that. Right Others say that you should actually, that's what it actually means. Anyway, here's, what's the story of the maid servant Rebbe? We said this, the maid put some in the chem. Shevchal Shevbet Rebbe, Mahi, what's the story? She saw this person. He's hitting his older son. She said, He's going against the pasuk that says, "Don't put a stumbling block in front of a blind man." If you hit a grown son, you, you, you're, you're tempting him to hit you back. If it's a little kid, no. But if it's a grown son, you're tempting him to hit you back. And if he hits you back, he'll be over on, on on hitting his father. And it's the flavor. Right. Talking about hitting your older son. Okay. was guarding uh, orchard. Guy walked in and started eating figs. He yelled at him. He ignored him. So the guy eating figs. Rabbi is watching the field. The guy is ignoring him. Says, Put this guy in Hainim. He's not listening to me. I told him to stop eating. He's eating. Put him in Hainim. So the guy said back to Rishlakish. Just the opposite. You, you Rishlakish, should be in Hainim. He's putting Rishlakish in Hainim. Why? If I owe you money, uh, why are you putting me in Hainim? Oh, you money? Okay, take me to court. Yeah. What does that do with putting me in Khenim? Every time somebody owes money, you can put him in Khenim. So now you're in Khenim, he says. That's what she says, you're in Khenim. I'm in Khenim, you're in Khenim. Okay? After the Bit Midrash, they came to the, the Bit Midrash. Amrulah, they asked the rabbis, They said, okay, guess what? Yours is not a Nidui, because the guy, you should have taken him to court. And his is a Nidui, because since you put him in Nidui for no reason, now you're a Nidui. No so where's the Kish is a Nidui now? Right? Well, how can I get out of it? Zilli, go back to the Shekhs. Go back to him, tell, tell, ask him to let you out. So this guy that ate the figs, right? Yeah. So I don't know who he is. He's just a guy eating the figs. How am I going to find the guy? Okay. Okay. Keep your honor, but stay in your house. Chazal does again. Then you put him in chelim because chiloshim. So the first time, you don't put a avetin in chelim. Okay. Upligid roshish is against roshish. Tamer roshish. Tamir hamshit serach. En medina otob b'farat. So you never, you never put him in chelim. Shnei mar v'kashal tahayom v'kashal gam navi imach laila kisehu kalaila. Cover it up like the laila. Okay. If so, you never ever put him, uh, according to Rishtakish, you never put a Avvetin in Khelem, even if he does a bad thing. Against what we saw in the other the other case, because the other case, we put the rabbi in Khelem, right? Mm-hmm. 
But isn't like disrespectful that he put he told the, the rabbi you go in cherem? Like disrespectful. But you know they you know what they learned? They learned from here that if a person puts another person in Khilim for no for not a good reason, then you could be put in Khilim. Uh-huh. So you gotta be very careful. Yeah, it's not like you can just you know whack it around. Okay. Mozutra Khasida Kimikhayev Tsubab Shamata. Mozutra Khasida, when there was a young rabbi who was Khayab Khilim, Bereshah Misham Shah Nafsheh. First he put himself in Khilim. Then he put his kid, the student, when he would go in for the night to go to sleep. Now, the reason why he would put himself in Cherem He would put himself in Mechelen because he, he they, out of the pain that he had to put his student in Mechelen. And then let himself out also. Because he's the one who put him in. He let himself out. Amrav Gila Amrav. Tamir Ham in Adel Atzmo, Mafil Atzmo. Tamir Ham could put himself in Mechelen, he'd take him out. Okay? Amrav Papa, Teiti Li, the Lo Shamti Tzubim Rabbi Alam. Papa says, I never put any rabbis in 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 Cherem, and because of that, I'm going to get rewarded for that. So, what do you do when a student needed Shamta? What would you do? Because in in in, in Israel, they give uh, lashes to, to the guy like that. They give Malkut. And therefore, he used to put lashes. My shamta. How does the word shamta come from? Amar Rav says sham meta. It's like a death. Shmuel Amar shemamahi. It means it should be uh, desolate, empty, because no one could talk to you. Mahanye beiketicha batanura. It works like it works like smearing uh, fat on an oven. What does that mean? Smearing fat on an oven. It gets absorbed. Shmuel says that even after the guy gets out of the cherem, it still bothers him. But according to Rishlakish, it goes in and comes out the same way. It doesn't stay like animal fat on the wall of an oven. Okay. How does it know? Is Cherem is 248, which is how many limbs? When it goes out, Rachem is also 248. Cherem and Rachem are both 248. What does Rachem mean? Rachem is mercy on you. So just like when it goes into it goes into two forty eight, when it goes out, it's Rachem also two forty eight. Amar Yosef, Shadi Shamta Agruva de Kalba. If you put a Shemuta on the tail of a dog, Vidi Davda, it'll do by itself. 
there was a, a dog that was eating the rabbi's shoes. They didn't know who it was. They said, whoever's ruining the shoes should be in Hiram. In the end, the dog that was eating it had its tail burnt in fire. Hawama, there was a certain tough guy. Huh? Very severe, the dog. I mean, the animal. They didn't know who it was. Okay. And it turns out, it turns out that the chedim worked and ended up burning the dog's tail. There was an animal, there was a, a bully who was bothering the young rabbis. They came in front of the Yosef. I'm scared. The guy's a strong guy. He could, he could get, you know, he could, uh, who knows what he could do to me. Take out a pitcha of him, and then he'll, he'll be scared of you. <coughs> means tell him to come to court. I'm like, call scared of stuff. I'm even more scared if I, if I summon him to court. I'm really scared of him. I'm like, shakle achte bekada. Put it in a jar. Okay. Achte bekivri and then put it in the cemetery. Bekade be alfish shofre ba'arba yomin and blow a thousand shofar bus into the jar for 40 days. Okay. He went to do it. The jar burst, and this tough guy died. What does that shofar have to do with it? The word shofar means that, they, that Hashem is going to pay the guy back. My tava, why does it break? Why do we make a shivarim? Two, 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 why do we do that when we're doing a cherem? I'm going to talk about Tavri Bati Rami. This cherem breaks tall buildings. The Tanya, I'm going to talk about it. Either causes death or poverty. Okay. <coughs> Pretty heavy stuff, huh? If he wouldn't uh, die, he would have got poor. Right, because even getting poor also, also has some connection to, to dying. Okay. Now, we said back, back, back to our regular subject. We said in the Mishnah, Nazir and Mitzurah Tumatola Tahara. Nazir and Mitzurah can go from Tumat to Tahara. Ba'imir Yimir Rebzerah. Bishilo Hayal Hempinai. We said that the people could cut their hair if they. A nazir switches from tumat to taurah, they could cut their hair, even though they're nazir mutsura. This because they didn't have time to do it before the holiday. That's why they do it. Or dilmat after even if they had time to do it. Meaning they could have got tahor before the holiday, and they still did, but they got tahor on the holiday. Maybe they're still allowed to cut the hair. I'm like Tenanya, we learned in the Brighta. All these people could do on the holiday. It's only if they didn't have the opportunity. But if they had if they had opportunity to do it before, and then no. Because we don't want them to delay their korbanot. Okay. Like we said before, they might delay their korban to do it on a and you're not allowed to delay a korban. So we let them do it on the holiday. Tana we learned. Ha Kohen va Evel. 
מותרים בגילוח. לכהן אין עוול העולה על כתיהס, לכל מועד. Why Kohen? Why Kohen? Kohen also is not allowed to cut his hair during the week of his mishmar. And he's in the Beit HaMikdash, but it's his week. Because we want, there's a gazera from the rabbis, we want to make sure that he takes a haircut before he starts. Hi, Avel, Hechidam. What's the case of Avel? If you want to say the eighth day falls out on Erev holiday, he should have cut his head Erev Regal. Okay. You have seven full days. Right? For the Shiva. And then he goes into the Shloshim. Right? Now the Shloshim, when, it, when the holiday comes, is going to break it. So let's say he had his eighth day came on Erev Pesach. So he finished his Shiva on Erev Pesach. So Erev Pesach alone... He should be able to cut it beforehand. Why didn't he cut it in a Pesach? Because in a Pesach also you're allowed to cut your hair. Let's say the eighth day fell out on Shabbat before the holiday. Right? So it's Shabbat. You can't cut your hair. You should have done it in a Shabbat. Damav Chasid Amravin Abashil Halacha Kabashul Achaz Vashul who holds that mixat yom kikulo, umodim ha-hamim la-ba-sha'ul, b'shikash minyon shabbat erev ha-regel, shimutal ha-gelech b'erev shabbat. And if Shabbat falls out on the end of holiday, let's say end of holiday Shabbat, so you can't take a haircut on Shabbat, but you can do it on the day before that, which is two days before the holiday. So, and everyone agrees to that. So why didn't he take it two days before the holiday? So how can you let him do it on the Cholom Moed? He could have done it two days before the holiday. We're allowed to let them do it early because everyone agrees that since the end of holiday is Shabbat, you're allowed to do it even a day early. Uh-huh. His seventh day is on Shabbat end of holiday, and that you're not allowed to do it earlier. Tana bara savar kavashaul. While we mix the yom kikulo, he said mix the yom shvi'i olel kanukan, and. But the Tana, Tana Bera, Tana of the Brayta, the reason why he lets it, because he owns like Abashul, he says that mixing Yom Kilov, Yom Shvi, Olel, Kanukan. There's a machlok at whether the seventh day of mourning, do we hold Mixat Yom Kikulo? Do we hold that part of the day is like doing the whole day? If so, so then when the seventh day comes, in the morning, that's the seventh day, he's allowed to get up from, from morning, and then he's allowed to shave. But if you hold, you need the whole day, like the Chachamim, then, then, you have, you, then you'll be able to do a whole moed. Okay, but since Shabbat, he can't do it. 
Tana did that. El Abishya, the Tana of Amishnah, he's going the, with the Rabbanan, the Ami Lamir, and the They hold that we don't hold Mixed Jom Kikula. And therefore, he didn't finish the Shiva, and therefore, he could cut his hair. Therefore, he can't cut his hair in Cholom No, he can't. Yeah. So if it goes into, into, into Shiva, then you have to wait till after Cholom Only if it's before the holiday. The thing is, that if, it start, if the Shloshim started before the holiday, then the holiday will come and knock the Shloshim. No. Right? Okay. And then he could cut his hair before. But since it's Shabbat, where you're where you're stuck, so you can do it on the holiday. Mm-hmm. But if you hold, you couldn't have cut your hair before. Then you can't cut it on the holiday. That's what he wants to say. So if you hold like Rabbanan, you couldn't have cut it before because you need a full day before. And if you need a full day before, you weren't on so you couldn't have finished. You couldn't have done it beforehand. And therefore, the shloshim won't get knocked out. Okay. Interesting. Hi, Kohen. How does it work, right, Kohen? If you want to say the case is that he finished his Mishmar on Erev holiday. His Mishmar is when he, he's, his job time is in the Beth Mikdash. Mm-hmm. If you want to say he finished that on Erev holiday, Ibayale. Then he should have done it on the end of holiday. Why would he do it on Chol Moed? It must be that he finished his Mishmar on the holiday and therefore he couldn't do anything about it. And that's why we let him do it on the regal. Right? He, again, he wasn't able to cut his hair before the holiday because, well, let's say shaving, right? Mm-hmm. He can't shave the whole holiday. Now he wants to shave on the holiday because he couldn't have done it before and because he was on the Mishmar. Okay. okay. Our Tana holds... Three times a year, everyone's the same. Okay, so the machloka between whether you could do it on the holiday or not is like this. Let's say you're in uh, Kohen group number 36, right? And your 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 time is on the holiday. Yeah. Okay? Or number 15, let's say. And your time is on the holiday. Now, the halakha is that when it comes to the korbanot of the holiday, all kohanim are equal. Everyone gets to eat the korbanot of the holiday. Usually the, 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 the korbanot are split up by the kohanim who are on that week's, that week, yeah. that week's thing. But on a holiday, all Kohanim are allowed to jump in. So that when we say all Kohanim are allowed to jump in for eating, it doesn't mean that they're completely on, but they're on, they're on for eating and splitting lechem panim. So they want to claim that one rabbi holds that since, yes, your Mishmar finished on the holiday, 
But since you're still connected, because you're still allowed to eat the korbanot, like all kohanim are, so you really didn't finish on the holiday. If you didn't really finish on the holiday, you can't take a haircut. Because you're not finished. Right? You never finish because you always take korbanot. And the other rabbi says, no. Everybody's the same. Since everyone's the same, so it doesn't mean, that means you're, you're finished. You're now the same as everyone, therefore you can take a haircut. Okay? That's the machlok. Okay. Okay. All these things that people that we said they were allowed to take a haircut on the holiday, they're allowed to take a haircut when they're avail also. Which means? We'll see what this means in a second. Says the Gemara. That's when they had double evil. Which means, let's say he had one relative die, and then within 30 days, the other one died. Therefore, since it's so long, then he's allowed to do, cut his head while he's in evil. That's, why, that's how we're answering the question. Okay? Why only these people who couldn't do it before and could do it? Anyone could do it because it's very, very long. He's allowed to lighten it. He's allowed to wash himself, wash his clothes. The brighter says a regular guy could only cut it with a razor. Not with scissors. He could use water, but not detergent. Right? And when the guy is one of the guys, like the Mishnah, who are allowed to cut the hair in Chol Moed, then they're allowed to cut the hair regular. We see from here that Avel is not allowed to wash his clothes. Okay? Just like you're not allowed to cut your nails on Chol Moed. That's what Yehuda holds. Yehuda allows it. Okay? Why is that? The, the rabbis don't don't want you to cut your hair because we're afraid we don't we don't want you to go into cholmo go into the holiday without taking hair because I'll take one later on then you go into the holiday you're not going to look good on the seder or on the first night of Sukkot you won't look good because you, you still have a long hair you didn't take a haircut we want you to look good on the first night of the holiday mm-hmm. so by making you not take a haircut on the holiday we'll make sure you take a haircut before before the holiday mm-hmm. but nails Yossi holds. That they grow anyway, and you have to cut them anyway on the holiday. So therefore, since they grow anyway, there's no point in making a thing that that you're not allowed to cut them on the holiday because you have to grow them. You have to cut them anyway on the holiday because they grow too fast. Okay. Says the Gemara. 
כך עשו לטוץ מונעים במבוא. So to an aver can cut his nails. תראו יהודה, תראו יהודה, תראו יהודה, תראו יהודה, תראו יהודה. אוקיי? אמר אולה, הלכה כרב יהודה באבל, הלכה זה כרב יהודה באבל, that he can't cut his hair, והלכה כרב יוסי מועד, הלכה זה כרב יוסי, on חול המועד, that you can cut your nails, on חול המועד. So an aver can't cut his nails, but on a חול המועד, a person, everyone can cut their nails. That's how אולה's learning. שמואל says no. הלכה כרב יוסי מועד באבל. He says, yeah, we follow Rabbi Yossi by both, which means we're lenient by both. You can cut your nails on both, both as a mourner, and as an anachol moed. Dama Shmuel, ha'cha kadeh me'mekel be'evel. Shmuel holds, in general, we follow the lenient rabbi when it comes to avelut. Here's a story. Pinchas achur dama Shmuel itu abimilta. Something happened to him. His relative died. Al Shmuel l'mish'al ta'amem mineh. Shmuel went to talk to him about it. Chazna was the truth for you, the habit of shin. He saw he had long nails. Now, Shmuel, if you remember, was the rabbi who says we always go with the lenient one. So he, he holds in the machloket, you're allowed to cut your nails. Amalei told him, Amai lo shaklenu, why don't you cut your nails? Why you have such long nails? Cut your nails. Amalei, ibdi hava mi mezaltebe. If it would have happened to you, would you have treated it so lightly and would you have cut your nails? Hava mekishkage, yashem b'nekadish. Because he said such a thing, it's like uh, it, it left the rabbi's mouth. Also, Shmuel lost his relative. Pinchas went to talk to him. He cut his nails and he threw them at him. Don't you know that Hashem made a breach with the lips that once you say something, it could happen? Don't say negative, negative things. How do we know that Hashem made a breed with the lips? Abraham told his servants, Stay here with the donkey. And me and the kid will go There. We'll bow down and we'll stay with you. Right? Because what happened was, Abraham was going with Yitzchak to do the, the Akedah. As far as Abraham was concerned, he was coming back alone. Because Yitzchak was going to be dead. Right? But he, he knew that he didn't want to take Eliezer with him and Yishmael with him. Yeah. So he told them, stay here with the Hamor and me and the kid, we're going to go there and come back to you. Now, they only said we're going to come back because he wasn't telling them he's doing the Akedah. Right? Yeah. But then he did come back with him. So you see that when a person says something, it's done. Right, yeah. it usually works. Okay. They thought that they could only cut your, your hand nails but not your foot nails. Why? Because the foot nails don't grow as, as fast. But you're not allowed to cut them with a scissors. Uh, or a special nail clipper. According to Rav, you have to cut them in a funny way. 
Amar of Shama Bar Abba, have a Kamina Kameda of Yochan Ben Mizrash Mechol I was once standing in front of Yochan Mechol 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 He bit his nails and he, and he moved to the side. We see three things from these things. Number one, you see a lot of cutting nails in the because he cut them. You see that biting nails is not considered aib. You see that you're allowed to throw nails even though it's in a public area. Is that true? There's three things we said about nails. And number one, if you bury them, you're a tzaddik. So if you burn them, you're a chassid. Zonkan, if you throw them out and where people can step on them, you're a rasha. He says, well, no. The problem is that maybe a pregnant woman could pass over them and she could lose her baby. But we don't find women in the Beit And therefore he was okay to leave them there because there's no women there. Okay? Maybe you can say, maybe they're going to sweep them and sweep up the Bemidash, and they'll toss all the stuff outside, and then a woman will walk over it. So how's he allowed to leave it there? He says, no, once the, the nails are only a problem when you leave them where they landed. But if you move them by sweeping them, then they're not a problem anymore. So therefore, that, therefore it's not a problem to, to leave them in the floor of because they're going to get swept up. What is, what is more, a Hasid or a Tzadik? Uh, Sadiq is the best. I think, no? Oh, yes, yeah, good question. Mm-hmm. I assume that it went in order. Sadiq, oh, maybe maybe burn is better because Berry is still there and burnt is gone. Mm-hmm. I always thought that it was the other way. Maybe you're right. Okay. Okay, let's stop over here. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.